Hi, this is Tom Compton. You're listening to WHTT Speaks Out. Each week, Chuck Carlson and members of We Hold These Truths look into events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events. Ready, set, let the sparks fly. In this installment of WHTT Speaks Out, we're going to entitle this The Gatekeepers Here and There. This is a review of the movie The Gatekeepers. I'm going to have Leslie read part of this article from The Guardian. This is the UK paper, and it's the section called The Observer. And the piece is entitled Filmmaker Captures Israeli Spy Chief's Doubts Over Covert Killing Operations. Now, just a brief word. I actually saw this movie in March here. It is dynamite. And you'll understand why as Leslie reads parts of the article. Harriet Sherwood in Jerusalem, The Observer, Saturday, 13th of April, 2013. By the time Dror Mora had finished filming more than 70 hours of interviews with six former chiefs of Israel's shadowy Shen Bet Secret Service Agency, the director knew he had, quote, dynamite in my hands, unquote. The result, The Gatekeepers, a 97-minute documentary which has just opened in the UK, is indeed explosive. The Oscar-nominated film has played to packed audiences in Israel, many of whom emerged stunned at what they had seen and heard. I thought if I could manage to get all six to speak openly about their experience in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, it will create a shockwave, Mora told the observer. I was right. It created a huge storm. The recollections and reflections of the former chiefs weave a riveting narrative of Shin Bet's activities throughout Israel's 46-year occupation of the West Bank, Gaza, and East Jerusalem but the punch comes from their conclusions. Quote, We are making lives unbearable, unquote, says Carmi Gillon. Quote, We have become cruel, unquote, says Abraham Shalom. Quote, You can't make peace using military means, unquote, says Avi Deichter. Quote, We win every battle, but we lose the war, unquote, says Amy Ayalon. I was surprised at the extent to which they think in this way, said Mora. They are all saying enough of occupation. They are not saying it's easy to reach a solution, but they all say it's in the best interests of Israel to pursue that. It is the first time the six men who ran Israel's intelligence operations in the Palestinian territories for almost 30 years have given in-depth interviews. Much of the film's potency comes from their cumulative testimonies. Quote, the power of six is more than the power of one, unquote, as Mora put it. The film opens with footage, presumably filmed from an Israeli military aircraft or unmanned drone, of a targeted assassination A Palestinian vehicle is tracked before being destroyed in a blast. 
The urgent question, says Yuval Diskin, is to, quote, do it or not do it. Don't do it seems easier, but it is often harder, unquote. Over original footage and computer-generated sequences, the former spy chiefs describe methods of controlling the Palestinian population, intelligence gathering, interrogation techniques, and Jewish extremism. The assassination of Israeli Prime Minister Yazid Rabin by a Jewish gunman opposed to the peace process is recalled as a major crisis for the Shin Bet. Gillon, the head of the security service at the time, describes coming to terms with the agency's failure to protect the country's political leader. He offered his resignation after consulting his wife. She, he says, just, quote, tries to keep me alive, unquote. Asked how he persuaded the six men to participate in the film, Mora said he did not tell them in advance what the message would be, quote, because I didn't know what the message would be. I just said I wanted to tell the Israeli-Palestinian conflict from the point of view of the people who have experience with the decision-making. No one could say they do not understand what they are speaking about, and I think they understood why their position as heads of Shin Bet will matter, unquote. After the film opened in Israel, Mora was accused of selectively editing his material. Moshe Shalon, now Israel's defense minister, told Army Radio, quote, what was presented there was presented as a really one-sided manner, and therefore the film is slanted. Mora took parts of long interviews and presented the clips that served his narrative, unquote. Mora who described his personal political viewpoint as center-left, quote, but more center than left, unquote, rejected the allegation. Quote, one of the most important things was not to take their words out of context, not to distort what they have to say on such delicate matters. And since the first screening of the movie, not one of the six has said it twisted what he had to say. For some, it was very tough. But all six stand firmly behind the message of the movie, unquote. Towards the end of The Gatekeepers, Perry speaks over footage of a Shin Bet raid on a Palestinian home. He describes operations in which suspected militants are dragged from their terrified and sobbing families in the dead of night. Even when you know the details of what people have done, you have some doubts, he suggests. And then, quote, when you leave the service, unquote, he adds haltingly, quote, you become a bit of a leftist, unquote. To Diskin, the most recent incumbent of the post, Mora quotes the words of the late Israeli intellectual Yeshayahu Leibowitz, written soon after the start of the occupation. Ruling over the Palestinians, said Leibowitz, would effectively turn Israel into a police state, quote, with all that this implies for education, freedom of speech and thought, and democracy, unquote. Quote, I agree with every word, unquote, says the former Shin Bet chief. Thank you.
It was a very powerful movie, and if you get a chance to see it or order it, I'm assuming it will be available for purchase or even at the libraries. Sometimes these do come out. The other movie that comes to mind that also was nominated, we've talked about Five Broken Cameras. I got a copy of it at our library here in Arizona. So, Or you can order them online. It is also very powerful because it tells a human side of the story, but this Gatekeepers is really needed to be seen by all Americans. They would really understand what's going on there. And this title, The Gatekeeper, is significant, and why we called it Here and There, because the Zionists use these kinds of tactics with gatekeepers. Chuck, you might explain this concept of the gatekeeper. It's used a lot now by people who are in organizations and have become dissatisfied with the organization they're in and then realize that the organization has limits. It's got a set of guidelines. It's anti-Zionist to a point, but it won't go beyond certain other points. So by limiting successfulness of the organizations, and often maybe have some examples of that. We've heard a number of people talk about it, and I've been around some organizations myself that actually seem to have a control party there, someone who makes sure that you don't go too far and always has an excuse for why you shouldn't be too aggressive, why you shouldn't take too strong action, why it's self-defeating for you to speak out on certain issues, why you must dodge other issues. And uh, this is uh, commonly called the One of the early examples we found was uh, when we were going to speak at a at Duke University many years ago, some six or seven years ago now, at a, a very important student conference with literally thousands of students from all over the country present. And uh, the, the subject that we were going to introduce for the first time was Christian Zionism. We were, we were actually going to do a, a program on it and a workshop. And it would have been a first for those students to actually get any inkling of what it was. The organizations, there were several organizations that were at the root of putting together the program, and they saw to it that that Christian Zionist agenda didn't get to the program. They saw to it that it got compromised out. And uh, we didn't, we didn't get to go and we didn't get to follow the program. Yes, gatekeepers within the organization uh, saw to it that, uh, that this uh, particular issue just never came to light in their program. And they had a much more gentle and obtuse method of dealing with Israel uh, that didn't involve exposing the role of Christian Zionism in it. This has been done in many organizations. And it actually was present in the uh, legislative session that I was at today. There were people that were preconditioned to the Israeli point of view, and they made sure that the program didn't stray too far from Israel's interests. This is on the uh, boycott, divestments, and sanctions actions right. against a piece of legislation that we've talked about that in Colorado that would allow the purchase of Israeli bonds, specifying right. only the country of Israel for purchase by the state of, right. of Colorado. Okay, well, thanks, Chuck, for that input, and we hope you find this report of interest. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell a friend about our podcast. 
and please visit our website, whtt.org. You will find a wealth of information and resources like the latest Pharisee Watch and unheralded news articles. Also, you can order our new video, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Even though this video is copyrighted, we don't mind if you copy it as long as you copy all of it. Then you can educate your friends and acquaintances about the dangers of Christian Zionism. Start small, think big, and press on toward the straight gate.